the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Start of a new week means time for another Money Monday segment with Josh Pick of Aptus Wealth Management. We talk with Josh every Monday at 12.30 p.m. In the few occasions where Josh is out of town or I'm out of town, we sometimes delay. But you can pretty much set your clock by 12.30 Monday. And I know you can set your clock by Friday night at 7 o'clock for the Aptus Retirement Blueprint Radio Show. And we replay that on Saturday at noon. Josh will be in. We will talk at length about the concepts that we touch on here on Monday. And if you'd like to get a hold of Josh and his team at Aptus to take advantage of their no-obligation-free consultation, you can set up your appointment by calling their office at 614-917-1040, or you can make your appointment online. Their web address is Aptus Wealth, A-P-T-U-S, aptuswealth.com. And I thought of you this morning, Josh, when I walked in here at the studio. We have a little monitor down by the elevators that lists the headlines of the day, and they change by the hour. And the first two headlines I saw, and I'm not making this up, why the U.S. remains far from recession. And the second headline was, get ready for the full employment recession. So I wrote those headlines, you know, kind of took note of them in my mind, came upstairs, put them into a search engine, and not only do they both, at least to me, say totally conflicting things, they both came from the Wall Street Journal. So you're in the business of making sense of all this. What do you make of that? Well, I, I think, you know, headlines and clicks uh, are what all of these news channels are looking for. And, you know, I think they just got two separate demographics on one page. Uh, but clearly it leaves the, the reader trying to figure out how to make heads or tails of everything. And I think, you know, that article is representative of what we have in the economy right now. We have um, this you know juxtaposition between Wall Street and Main Street, uh, with wages seemingly not keeping up with uh, the inflation rate, with unemployment going up, with job participation still low. Um, we hear a lot of negativity out there about a recession looming around the corner, but then on the flip side, we see corporate earnings still coming up, uh, coming in very favorable. We see the stock market still. Uh, seemingly poised to continue to run. So there's a, a lot of uh, conflicting information, not just in the news, but in the actual data. And it's leaving a lot of people as they stare at their goals and dreams financially uh, left with sometimes more questions than answers. Uh, we heard the term all the time, Josh, consumer confidence. And uh, you might not get the most representative sample size of consumer confidence because you're talking to people who have prioritize savings and prioritize the future over, you know, present day. And obviously the amount of escalating credit card debt in the U.S. uh, shows that the people that you interact with are people who have made good financial decisions. But among those who've made good financial decisions, I would presume that their uh, confidence in things would typically be higher than the average. What kind of vibe do you get from people as they assess uh, where we are and maybe where their own – personal situations are here as we're about halfway through a Joe Biden presidency? Yeah, a couple of things that I'm hearing repetitiously from clients as they walk in is, number one, housing uh, appears to be becoming less and less affordable. And their concerns or questions about whether or not we should get uh, another home or, or upgrade our home 
uh, where rates are right, where they are right now, and also what the cost of housing is. People are, are being pretty cautious and saying maybe we should just stay put and kind of see how all this plays out. And the second thing that I'm seeing is the disparity between uh, people who have been disciplined and saved and had a plan and people who have kind of just shot from the hip or said, I'll get around to it when I get around to it. The disparity in their lifestyles is growing. So people who enter into the later later seasons of their life uh, and into what we would normally call retirement, uh, who have done all the right things versus the people who haven't, you know, if we were on the clock back 30, 40 years ago, those people who didn't do any planning usually had Social Security and a pension to lean on. Those same pensions really are non-existent anymore. So that disparity between the people who did plan, who did come up with a process for getting into their goals, and the people who didn't is just getting wider and wider. So it, now more than ever, it's important to make sure that you take the bull by the horns, you you be the, the, the driver in your own life and make sure that you get to where you need to go because nobody is going to be your backstop for you anymore. Josh Pick is our guest. He's with Aptus Wealth Management. Their offices are located in Lewis Center just off Route 750. That's not far from 23 and 270, but they also service many of their clients remotely. So you can get a hold of them for a free consultation, introduce yourself to Josh and the team, He'll introduce himself to you. You'll get to know each other. you talk about investing philosophy, your goals, where you are. 614-917-1040. It's a no-obligation consultation. You can also set up your appointment online at aptuswealth, A-P-T-U-S, aptuswealth.com. You know, as we talk about how people feel about the economy and how they feel about, you know, saving and building wealth uh, as they head toward retirement, uh, we've heard the Biden administration and officials from the Biden administration talk about, you know, when they try to offset the concerns about inflation, say, yeah, but real wages are up. So it's not as bad as the inflation m- numbers might seem. But they got crossed up by one of their own departments. The Bureau of Labor Statistics in early May said that real average hourly earnings, and I'm reading right from the report, decreased a half a percentage point from April of 20. 22 to April of 2023. They've been saying that real wages are up. And I guess this would explain why people maybe don't have the optimistic outlook that the Biden administration uh, sometimes sounds frustrated by, that people don't really understand that uh, the economic policies that they're putting in place, they contend, are working. If your real wages are going down and inflation is going up, I can understand that perspective. Yeah, I'm sure that uh, you and I both are completely, utterly shocked that the word out of Washington isn't directly representative (laughs) of the actual data, right? Um, You know, I mean, I think the issue here is not just is the uh, are real wages up versus inflation, but how do we even measure inflation and what impact does that lack of wages keeping up with inflation having on the average family? So let's think about all the things that calculate into inflation. You have the price of technology, you have the price of you know, gasoline, the price of food, the price of clothing. But then you have a price of a lot of other things that may not be really applicable to your life. So the things that you can't run from, think of how to heat and cool your house, water, food, etc. Those things are exponentially higher versus real wages. So I don't even think, um, you know, that those stats are representative of the reality and that inflation is having a significant impact on the average family across the United States. And if those families cannot figure out a way, figure out a process, figure out a system to reduce uh, their amount of outlay, and that does not necessarily mean that we're going to tell you to live, uh, you know, poorer or or tighten the bootstraps entirely, but are there ways that we can manage debt? Are there ways that we can 
uh, increase the amount that is going into savings without you feeling it the way you think you might. These are all things that people need to be focused on, because if they're not, uh, the problem, I don't believe, in the near term is going to get significantly better, or at least I don't see anything coming down the pipe as we pass a debt ceiling and do all the things that we've just done. It looks like it's going to be Washington as usual, which has landed us in this predicament to begin with. Catch Josh and I on the Aptus Retirement Blueprint radio show on Friday night at 7 p.m. You can also listen to that show on the replay noon on Saturday. Josh joins us for Money Monday every Monday at 12.30 p.m. His firm is located in Lewis Center and set up your free consultation by calling 614-917-1040 or by going to Aptus Wealth, A-P-T-U-S, aptuswealth.com. Final question uh, for uh, the reports out there that, man, housing is really scarce. We're not building enough houses. House prices are going to go up, supply, demand, all that. Uh, for people who are getting out of college, for young people who are maybe have been working for a year, two, three, and they're saving for what you know used to be a down payment that would buy them a home, in terms of how they can build wealth, uh, what kind of advice would you give them? Because my daughter's in that situation. I'm not sure younger people think that way anymore, and maybe there's a reason why they don't think that way anymore, because it might not be attainable. I think the important thing is to start as early as possible. So I think oftentimes when we graduate college or we enter into the labor force out of high school, we think, well, I'll get around to it when I get around to it. I'm not making Mm -hmm. enough money to save. And I would encourage you to start chipping away at whatever that goal is as soon as possible. Even if it's 5 or $10 a month, the earlier the better. Compound interest is a very powerful thing. Um, On top of that, then, the logical question would be, well, where do I put it? And that's a little bit longer conversation, but know that where you decide to invest your money has a dramatic impact. And for most young people, uh, very quickly entering the labor force, they should think about getting an emergency fund first, but then immediately going on to investing for more of the long term, whether that's getting into a home, getting into a condo, or thinking about uh, you know getting married, retirement, et cetera. Always great to talk with Josh Pick, Aptus Wealth Management. I look forward to seeing him on Friday. The Aptus Retirement Blueprint Radio Show airs Friday at 7, Saturday at noon. Set up your consultation with the Aptus team by calling 614-917-1040 or going to aptuswealth.com. Josh, thanks for your time. I look forward to seeing you on Friday afternoon. Sounds great. Thanks, Chris. So when I'm away on the weekends, you can usually find me somewhere outside on my property, uh, mowing the yard, messing around in the flower beds, weed whacking a fence line, cleaning the barn, doing something outside. I love to be outside. When I'm outside, I listen to conservative content. I try to prepare for this show. I try to arm myself with the truth. My goal here is to arm you with the truth. We are in uh, the... uh, despicable month of pride where all things LGBTQ are celebrated and shoved in our face. And so I take very seriously my opportunity to educate you, to equip you to have these conversations, not arguments, but conversations with people who would tell you, well, what's the harm in calling someone who identifies as a sex other than they are? What's the harm in me calling them she and her. I know they're a he and a him. What's the harm? Uh, what is the harm in uh, celebrating the rainbow? Uh, well, here's the thing. When when was the last heterosexual parade you went to? Do we do that? Do we do we celebrate a month where we uh, are extolling the uh, benefits of procreation? I mean, it, 
it is worth celebrating. That's the only reason you and I are here. Nobody is here because of lesbian sex or homosexual sex. We're all here because of male and female sex. Seems worth celebrating. Do we celebrate it? No, we don't. And I'm not saying we should because sexual proclivities are an attribute, not an achievement. It would be like having brown eye day or black hair day. I mean, those are just attributes. You didn't do anything. You can dye your hair. Doesn't mean that your hair is naturally that color. So one of the things I listened to on Saturday honestly made me cry. (laughs) Not very masculine to admit that, but I am admitting it because I am hopelessly, passionately in love with my wife and because she has given me three beautiful daughters. And so when I listened to Megyn Kelly Saturday explain why she will no longer use preferred pronouns, I wanted to share it with you. Now, I'm playing this off YouTube, so there may be an ad that jumps in. If so, I'll try to silence it and move it along. But otherwise, give the next four minutes to Megyn Kelly's very eloquent, very powerful commentary on why she will no longer be part of the lie that allows the left to win on language. It is beyond time to stand up to the trans lobby that means to deprive women of their spaces and rights. To the men who pose as trans women to gain access to places like sorority houses, only to exploit the women who'd been strong-armed into welcoming them. To the men who grow their hair long, throw on a dress, pop on their TikTok filter, and then threaten to kill us if we object to them coming into our private spaces. To the mutilation of our children by money-driven doctors and the rape of our imprisoned sisters and the theft of our medals and opportunities to win. How can we stand up to any of this if we are complicit? How can we fight for facts if we participate in this fiction that a man can become a woman, that transitioning is possible? And then we try to say, no, she cannot come into our locker rooms or bathrooms or swimming lanes or sororities. We try to say, no, Target, she can buy her bathing suit with the extra fabric to hide her penis in some other store. It doesn't make sense because it isn't true. And we know it's not true. And to pretend that it is true is to foster a lie that is hurting too many people, almost all of them girls, women and girls. They say pronouns are a gateway drug. They open the door to these lies that lead to real harm to real females. They are a clever rhetorical trick that forces you to see the argument about women's spaces before you've ever even spoken one word of substance. People with genuine gender dysphoria can lobby to create their own spaces. I will support them. To create open categories in sport, I will support them. The answer in the interim is not women lose, girls get hurt. Females learn to turn off their innate sense of danger, of fairness, of the joy of spending time with only women. Kids, too, can grow to adulthood and do what they want with their bodies. I will have empathy for them. I would never bully them. But children should not be subjected to these dangerous interventions in school or at the hands of so-called medical professionals. 
The facilities that allow it must be stopped or shut down. For these reasons, I have resolved to base my conversations around gender on the same tenets that already govern my life, truth and reality. I will not use preferred pronouns, a decision motivated by a growing alarm over women's rights and the safety of children. I will speak to a trans person kindly and with empathy. In their presence, I will likely try to avoid pronouns altogether, as I have no wish to intentionally provoke or upset anyone. But I will not take this gateway drug anymore, because I have a daughter, because I am a woman, an adult human female, because for far too long, I failed to see the harm and therefore helped cause it. To the women and men who helped open my eyes, thank you. And I will single out one in particular, Ireland's Brand Dove, who at 14 years old wrote the poem, I Am Not a Dress, which perfectly captures what so many of us are feeling. I am not a dress to be worn on a whim. A man in a dress is nonetheless a him. Women are not simply what we wear. If this offends you, I do not care. I am not an idea in any man's mind, and my purpose in life is not to be kind. So while my rights are trampled every day of the week, I will not stand by being docile and meek. We are women. We are warriors of steel. Woman is something no man will ever feel. Woman is not a skill that any man can hone. Woman is our word, and it is ours alone. That says it better than I ever could. And um, she's right. You have to speak truth. Because if you don't, we lose. And the LGBTQ lobby has made uh, extremely regrettable gains for many decades. And they grew very comfortable having corporate America give in to their escalating evil. But when you come after our kids, when you try to program them counter to what an overwhelming majority knows to be true, when you directly defy the God of the universe with the most basic demonstration of his power, who will be male and who will be female, then the line you have drawn must never be crossed. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.